Hello, and welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the podcast about remembering things. I'm Josh. I'm Paul. And here we are, eggnog in hand. Eggnog in hand. Not in, not in a cup, just <laughs> loose in our hands, dripping on the floor. It's so sticky in here. It is. Not but, because of the eggnog. No, no. I spilled my... I had so I okay so here's really what happened is I like really warm things which I think I've said on the podcast like like I like my coffee to be extra hot um, and so I thought well why wouldn't I do that with my candy so I took one of those big lollipops and I put it in the microwave at the um, comically here. large ones that uh, the comically large microwaves yeah mm-hmm. okay uh-huh. <laughs> so a giant giant microwave but also for my comically large lollipop mm-hmm. um, and so I melted it in there in a bowl. Um, and then when you microwave bowls, sometimes they get really, really hot, you know, like when you microwave soup, sometimes your soup's cold, but the bowl's really hot. Yeah. Well, what happened? A common occurrence. Yeah, that is a common occurrence. I think (laughs) anyway, I melted my lollipop in a bowl and I was carrying it back to Josh's office and the bowl was too hot. So I dropped it and I spilled giant lollipop all over the floor. And so it's sticky in here. Mm -hmm. Yep. That is what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to get ants. Yeah. I'm going to get ants on DVD. And hopefully some uncles to follow those ants. <laughs> We're nutso right out of the gate. We really are. This eggnog, just just plain eggnog, no alcohol is really getting to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do prefer, we kind of talked about this a little on our Patreon episode. Or- Which you can check out at patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Mm-hmm. The only place where you can get the Cumshaw. And more. And more. There's going to be extra stuff on there, too. Oh, yeah. We're starting an empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I like uh, eggnog better without anything in it. I think I just like plain eggnog best. Yeah. Depends on... It depends For me, it depends on the nog. This one of is course. particularly very good. Yeah. Just Dairy Gold Eggnog. Classic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If they want to sponsor us, I mean, I'll... Take it. What if we were sponsored year-round by eggnog specifically? That would be great. <laughs> We'd we, be probably the only people on the planet it's sponsored like, by Big Nog. <laughs> it's like super hot outside, and we're like, we're taking a break to tell you about Dairy Gold Classic Eggnog. Are you swimming and it's too hot out? Why not get out of the pool and have a refreshing glass of nog? I mean, honestly, that wouldn't be that bad. People do that with milk. This is just the same thing. Do people do that with? I forget that people enjoy drinking. People milk. like some people like drinking milk. Yeah. Certainly not me. Me neither. It's the worst. I have a hard time uh, digesting it sometimes. I get gassy. Me too. In fact, it's already starting to happen with this eggnog. Uh oh! I should have brought you one of our lac- one of my lactate pills. That's true. Mm-hmm. Do you think that <laughs> you should uh, try to get sponsored by lactate? Maybe, but I was going to say like because. Uh, Earlier, you you had lost your lactate pill. You set it down somewhere and you didn't remember. That's true. I almost lost the pill. Over, or like the last couple couple days ago when we went, were all hanging out, you also forgot your lactate pill. Mm-hmm. I we think you should just- pizza. I think that you should just have uh, a, a bunch of lactate pills on a bandolier and just set that outside your door. So whenever you leave, you just put on your bandolier of lactate pills, and you're ready to go. So I'm kind of I'm I look kind of like Chewbacca. You do like you you do look like Chewbacca, except I'm wearing other clothes. Yeah, yeah. A nice a nice uh, just across your chest, little individual capsules for your 
They all they each hold one lactate pill each. Wow, that's going to be a really thin little uh, bandolier. Oh no, it's a normal size. Oh, so there's like just a million pockets on it. Uh, yeah, sure. This could work. My only fear is that lactate pills tend to go bad within about a year, and I don't use them very often. Well, they'll just have to drink more milk. <sighs> then I have to drink more milk, and I don't like milk. The only reason I take lactate pills is for eggnog or like a creamy soup or pizza or some other dairy stuff, but never just for a glass of milk. I'm not wasting a lactate pill on that. <laughs> You'd rather just drink the milk and deal with it. Well, I would just rather not drink the milk. Well, what if you had to? Like drink if somebody has a gun to my head, then I'd take a lactate pill with that milk. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Problem solved. Do people ever actually use bandoliers or is that just kind of like a movie? They seem pr- impractical to me. Well, I think it was more practical when uh, I don't know enough about guns actually to even know if they're practical. Because I, I, I guess in like I'm, cowboy movies, they would load the bullets like one by one in their six shooters, right? I don't know. And so it makes more sense to have like a bandolier with like because like I, I'm thinking like Pancho Villa had like a bandolier with like bullets, and I think shotguns too. You load like that as well. Yeah. But I mean, now nowadays, I think people use clips. And I guess you could have a bandolier of clips, but that'd be a lot of bullets. I, I think know. I don't know because I've never I don't I don't know I haven't at least in modern times I don't feel like I've seen a standalone bandolier. I feel like it, it's just integrated into like a backpack strap, right? Yeah, Where you can just like put a put some shotgun shells in there or something, or like a little strap to hold another another magazine. Yeah, I think that's more people, if you will. Newsweek, perhaps. <laughs> Lego. Lego. Highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know any other real use for bandoliers. I get the appeal of a sash, like a one that sash? says Mayor. Oh. Or one that says Miss America. Hall monitor. <laughs> hall monitor. Did you ever have a hall monitor in school? Never. I've no. never seen. I When I first saw one on like a cartoon or on TV. I was like, what the fuck is this? Why do you need a hall monitor? Yeah. Well, that was a thing. I remember. That's what the teacher going to the bathroom is for. That Yeah. Um, I remember, I think, first seeing it. And was it Recess that had a hall monitor? I think there was a hall monitor in Recess, yeah. Was his, was that what the character Randall was? I remember he I was like Randall always. I believe Randall at one point was hall monitor. He was always ratting out kids for doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He had a little list. Mm-hmm. He He's kind of. In my mind, him and Mo Sislak are very similar-looking characters. They kind of are. I don't think Mo's as much of a snitch. Mo from The Simpsons, if you are unfamiliar with what I'm, who I'm talking about. How could you not know Mo Sislak? I don't know. Be insane if you didn't. That's true. Although I know that at least one of our listeners has not really watched much of The Simpsons, so he probably doesn't know who Mo is. What a shame. Mm-hmm. What a sham. Exactly. Sham of a man. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> and how. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never understood. Well, it's, it's like, if it's bad enough for kids to be in the hall during class, why is there one kid whose job it is to be in the hall during class? Yeah. I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't understand the concept. Also, or the if, purpose. It, I would imagine that, and I'm going to make some big generalizations here. Kid who gets to be the hall monitor is not going to be the biggest, toughest kid. Oh, no. That's going to be the Are you going to stop the big kid? Yeah, I was going to say. You're going to get punched. Dweeb is going to stop this big bully who, like, skipping class and is cool, like, skipping to go smoke some cigarettes? No, he's going to stomp your ass. Absolutely not. Smoke cigarettes. 
Yeah. I always imagined hall monitors in like elementary school or middle school. Well, you, I guess you still could smoke a cigarette. Then. Yeah. I feel like when and if hall monitors were a thing like in the 80s and 90s, I feel like there's probably elementary school kids uh, smoking cigs in there. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> I don't know why, but there's a song. I don't remember who it's by, but it's uh, I think it's called Smoking in the Boys Room. And it's just this classic rock song, rock song about uh, smoking cigarettes in the boys' bathroom. And it gets stuck in my head almost every How's day. How's it go? Smoking in the boys' room. Dun, 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 dun. Smoking in the boys' room. Dun, 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 dun. Everybody knows that smoking ain't allowed in school. Wait, is that a real song? Yeah, it's a real song. Because that melody sounds very familiar. Well, PJ and I made up a song called Pooping with the Lights Off, which has the oh, exact same... Oh, that's why it sounds familiar. Yeah, it's a, Would you like to sing that song as well? Pooping with the lights off. Nah, 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 nah. Pooping with the lights off. Nah, 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 nah. Pooping with the lights off because everybody knows that pooping's not allowed in school. <laughs> It's not a really fleshed out parody. That's still pretty good. But there was a oh. there was a multi person bathroom at the summer camp we worked at, and one time we were both in there pooping, and the light was off, and we started singing a song. <laughs> wow. Anyway, you were about say, to say something. Yes, I was, and it's happened again where I've forgotten what it was all about. Okay, well, it was about we were talking about smoking in school, hall monitors. Oh right. Okay. Um, I feel like I've talked about this before on some episode, and I was going to ask you. If when you were growing up, if there was any just like weirdly tough kids at your school. Oh, sure. But not like conventionally tough. I mean, just like, oh, like street tough. Yes, absolutely. I remember a few. Because I remember there was this one kid in my school. I think I was in like, oh, what grade would I? I think I might have been in like second or third grade. Um, there was this kid that moved. Uh, he was a new kid and his name was Angelo. Whoa. And to, to my knowledge as a fellow second or third grader, I was pretty convinced that the tattoo that he had was real Uh huh. because I tried to rub it off and it would not rub off. <laughs> At that point, I will say that I don't think I have ever seen a Sharpie, so it could have been Sharpied, mm. but I was convinced that like, hmm. I think this kid's got a tattoo. He's like eight with a yeah. tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> that would be he was, pretty amazing. He seemed so much just like, I don't know, like a cartoon, like a, like, like, in, your, like in a cartoon when you have just like a, a, a East Coast tough kid mm-hmm. that's kind of just like always has a half smile and is kind of squinty, bleached blonde hair. Oh, yeah. The, anytime you have like that bleached blonde hair, it definitely. He was that kid. It's like, all right. He claimed to have been in. He claimed to be in a gang. Oh, okay. So, well, depending on where he was from, I guess I don't know. I don't know where he moved from. He was just the new kid. Yeah, you know. So it's I like, mean, but you gotta. I also wouldn't be surprised if he just totally reinvented himself. You know, like how kids would sometimes do that when they're like, "I I used to be this nerdy weakling, so I'm gonna pretend like I was in a gang and have bleached hair." That's true. But he also did get into fights. I don't think that seems like a quick you turn. Live your new life. I guess, but it also just seems like a quick turn. Could be. I don't know. To go from like, I feel so weak to I'm going to fucking kick this kid. <laughs> That's true. Did you uh, ever get in any fights as a kid? Yeah. Who didn't? I don't know. I did. I wasn't. Don't remember what it was about at all. 
I think we just got into fights just because. Ah, this is something to do. Let's go fight. People would, yeah, people would just start wars. <laughs> we, we have a war on the playground. There was a large section of our playground, which was this big dirt field, which everybody, including the teachers, called the battlefield. <laughs> and I still don't wow. know why. I don't know. It probably was at some point. I think it used to be a graveyard. Even better. Mm-hmm. There you go. And apparently there was one time where it rained so much in Helena that the uh, rocks and like dirt got like loosened up in that area and a bunch of the caskets and coffins uh, like float, like f- flooded out and oh like went my. all over the street in that part of town. God. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. There was a, there was a few, at least in like fourth grade, um, we all played on what seemed to me like a very big field. If I went back and looked at it now, I'm pretty sure it's just a modestly sized field. Um, but where, I remember where would being, you put it on our on our big words scale? Mm, is it big, wait, what is I it remember large? it being, or what I think it actually is? Uh, both. I remember it being, uh, I would say enormous. Okay. Realistically, I think it is just large. Okay, yeah. Okay, that tracks. Um, but there was like a back corner, and that's where just we would all just like, this is where the fights happen because it's the farthest away from where the teachers can probably <laughs> see, even though it's in an open field. And if you're if you're if you're a teacher really looking, you can say, Oh, I think they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Better blow my whistle. <sighs> Did you have any whistle commands that uh your teachers would would uh Oh. Well, I have no idea. I don't remember whistles at all. Oh, I remember teacher, the teacher. All of our teachers had whistles. Huh. We. I remember being like scolded from far away, being like, "Hey, oh. stop that!" But I don't. Yeah, we remember our, whistles. all of our teachers in elementary school had whistles. Whoa. So to blow, if uh, they're trying to get someone's attention, they just blow the whistle, and everyone would look, and and then they would point and say, "Hey." <laughs> um, but if it was three whistles, that means recess over. Oh. It's time to go line up to get back into class. So, so we had a bell, so we just used the bell for the end mm. of recess. I don't know if this, if our my elementary school just didn't have a bell or if it was broken. I think it was broken. I remember seeing it, mm-hmm. but it was just never used. The first time I ever heard a bell was when I went to the junior high school. Ooh. I was like, oh my God, the fuck was that? A the bell? Fuck? I don't miss hearing a bell like that. Uh-uh. I remember being kind of annoyed, and I guess this would happen in college too, but you'd have like teachers who like the bell would go off and kids would start to leave and they'd be like, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I do. All right. You're going to write me a note that says why I'm late to my next class then? You're yeah. going to write 30 notes? I got four minutes to get to my next class, which is all the way on the other side of the school, teacher. Yeah. Maybe you should use your time more efficiently. That's true. Fucking, you want to write an email to my next teacher then? You want to write an email to 30 different teachers explaining why we're all late? They're not going to believe us. 30 different teachers, right? I don't know. What if everyone's going to <laughs> their own different class? If we're still thinking junior high, I feel like most of the time there'd be like, you know, five. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. My high school didn't have a traditional bell. It was just a digital beep. That's how my high school was too. It would be like beep, beep. Oh. It was weird. You just had one, one beep. Beep. Honestly, much better. Less disruptive. I, I like the bell better. The beep just seemed so... It doesn't have any personality. That's fine. I don't need personality in my <laughs> bell that's telling me that class is over. Uh, if I had my druthers, um, I would have... Your what? My druthers. I don't know what that means. It's like if I had my way. Oh, okay. I think. 
now I'm questioning myself. I'm pretty sure that's what it means. Um, I would have a character, not unlike Quasimodo, take a hammer to a bell every day. Mm. That's what I would prefer. That way it's slightly different. You could tell his mood based on how he's hammering. That's true. Like, oop, Quasi's horny. There you go. Um, but yeah, Josh, if you're going to rank this eggnog out of one to five warm holiday fuzzies, how many warm holiday fuzzies would you give it? Mm, I'd give it four. Four. That's pretty good. Honestly, very good eggnog. I am going to give it a three. I like the taste of it, but now that I am not drinking it anymore, it it doesn't. It's not sitting like the taste in my mouth tastes kind of. Uh, oh yeah, you get sour milk taste. Yeah, it's not good. It's awful. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with a three. If it didn't have that taste, I would be. I'd give it a four. Mm, that's pretty fair. Mm-hmm. That is pretty fair. Well, should we take a little breaky poo and then delve into some more? Festive topics. Sounds good to me. We'll see you then. Ho, ho, ho. NBC stars are singing everyone's favorite holiday songs on the NBC Celebrity Christmas CD. Available only at Walmart. Featuring Will and Grace's Megan Mullally. Frazier's Jane Leeds. Walking in a winter wonderland. And the cast of The West Wing. A wonderful Christmas time. You'll also hear Marie Osmond and Jay Leno's reading of a Christmas classic on the NBC Celebrity Christmas CD, exclusively at Walmart and NBCI.com slash Christmas. Wow, they smell great. Did someone bring a bouquet? Actually, it's more like a bouquet. Now pick up a fresh holiday meal with all the fixings and get a large popcorn chicken free. For Kitchen Fresh Chicken, you got a KFC What's Cooking. From the creators of Breakfast at Midnight, and the producers of A Family Tradition comes a holiday tale about a place near the heart. IHOP presents holiday pancakes, heartwarming favorites like pumpkin or sweetly glazed. Let IHOP brighten the season with holiday pancakes starting at just $2.99 weekdays. Savor the memories. Another Anytime's a Good Time for IHOP release. Welcome back, everyone, to Nostalgia Entertainment System. Come pull up a chair by our warm fire where we're roasting chestnuts, a thing that Josh and I absolutely did as children. Um, And have also just done. Yeah, in general. Uh, And Santa will be here, and he'll be giving us a good time. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) You know what Santa's known for? He's like, be good, kids, and I'll give you a good time. Otherwise, we're going to not have good time. <laughs> I sound like an alien who doesn't know anything about Christmas trying to talk about it. You really do. Mm-hmm. Which if there's any aliens out there listening, welcome to Earth and thank you for listening to our podcast. That's true. This is amazing. Consider this your one-stop shop for learning all about Christmas. Uh-huh. Because this is our... We we have never done, I think... Well, have we done a straight Christmas episode? I want to say we haven't. No, but I it's think It's always been did. paired with a movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. But and I think we probably did kind of do more Christmassy stuff in the first one we did with the movie because it was just you and me as well. Probably, yes. But I don't remember for sure, and I'm not going to re-listen to that episode. I'm not either. Out. I'm not going to reference it. Huh? Uh, you can, of course. Me? Yes. I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, royal me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we're just, uh, just going to talk about Christmas because Christmas, I don't know. For me, at least, it's like the one holiday that I like. I'll I'll remember like certain, I'll I'll remember like more years of Christmas than I will any other holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christmas is very distinct. 
I feel like. Mm-hmm. Partly because I think the break from school is just longer. So there's more stuff that can happen. Mm-hmm. As yes. opposed to Thanksgiving where like when I was in elementary school, I feel like Thanksgiving was like just the week. You just get the week off from school. You got the whole week? Uh, like in elementary school, yeah. And then, oh, and then it transitioned. get Wednesday through Friday. And, high, and like junior high school or high school, it moved into Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But I remember just getting the whole week off at some point. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah, we we only got uh, Wednesday through Friday off for Thanksgiving every year, from what I can remember. But yeah, Christmas was definitely, mm-hmm. or I guess it was holiday break. It wasn't Christmas break. But I feel like I remember the change. Like I, I remember that being like, not like a huge deal, but I remember people talking about it like, oh, we don't call it Christmas break anymore. We call it holiday break. Even though in Helena, I think 90%, if not more, was white Christian yeah, probably people who did. I don't think they ever made that distinction or at least ever tried to tell people that like, hey, guys, don't forget, we're calling it this now. No one ever. They probably just like wrote that out. But everyone's just like, yeah, it's Christmas break. Mm-hmm. When did yours last? Because I think ours was whatever like the week Christmas was. I feel like it was. I don't know. It was always at least to like January 3rd for us. Yeah. I mean, ours would go. Ours would change a lot. Like it could either be some years and the worst years, it would only be a week long because of the dates that Christmas and New Year's fell. Yep. And the perfect ones were when it was two weeks long. Yep. Because of the dates that Christmas mm-hmm. and New I Year's feel like fell. we usually would have it like, yeah, I guess it depends on when Christmas, like if, if Christmas was a Wednesday or I don't know. Cause I remember a lot of times I remember like Christmas break being on like, Starting on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. depending on the day that Christmas was. But I, yeah. When yeah. it was two weeks, oh, that was great. That was the best. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be because like Christmas might have been on a Wednesday. And so you would get time off like for Christmas Eve and usually the day before. So they're like, well, we're not going to have you come to school one day for a week. Yeah, that's um, So you pointless. get that whole week off. And then they're like, well, we're not going to have you come into school on Thursday and Friday only. That mm-hmm. also doesn't make sense. Yeah. So then you would just get those those two weeks. Mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah, I loved, oh, there's no better feeling than that Friday when you're having like your little classroom Christmas party. Did you do those in elementary school? Elementary school, I think so. I don't really remember what I did in school around Christmas time, like until high school. Yeah. It's all just like, ah, who fucking I don't, I don't care. Wow. I, I remember really liking those like little holiday parties that you would do as a kid. Like we had one for Christmas. We would do a Valentine's one. I, I always remember Valentine's. Mm-hmm. I can't remember anything. The only, the only like Christmas related thing I can think of for like I would do in like elementary school would be like, all right, here's a coloring sheet with the snowman and a Santa Claus and an elf. All right, we're going to learn how to cut snowflakes. Mm, I do remember cutting the snowflakes. That's probably it. Couldn't really tell you anything else. Wow. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I don't remember too much else. I remember occasionally getting to watch like Christmas movies on that last mm. time. Even in high school, we would, I had classes where we would just watch Christmas movies oh, the, yeah. the day before, which mm-hmm. is so, it's so wild to me that they were like, no, you have to come to school. We're not doing anything, but, but you, you have, have to be here. Yeah, you have to be here. You can't be absent on a day where nothing is happening. Right. And there would always be, it'd be like three movies, like two act Christmas activities, and then one who you like, you actually had like a test or something to do that day. That's yeah, how exactly. it was for me in high school. Yeah, right? pretty much. I always hated like, 
not that this really happened in high school, but I do remember there being just like, well, we should do something mildly educational. So here's a Christmas themed word search. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is dumb. Can you find candy cane? I don't find like, what is this is a waste. And I, I don't know me being the student that I was, I always just did it. Oh even, yeah. Even though like you didn't really have to turn them in. Most people just talked during the whole thing. It's like a because it, it was just a no consequence thing to do. Oh yeah. But I still always did it. I did too. And I, I remember did, we would do it as fast as we could so that we could be like, we did it, and now we're talking. Yeah. I was like, I don't. It doesn't matter. I, I don't even think we need to turn this in. No. Like yeah, I remember a couple of times asking like, where do we put our names? And the teacher was like. You don't have to put your it name It doesn't on matter. It. I'm just going to throw these away. <laughs> yeah. Because I was also like, well, I also feel bad about like just throwing this away in the classroom. So I'll put it in my backpack and then throw it away later. Mm-hmm. Throw it away at home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really. Mm. Yeah. Not a lot. I don't remember a lot of Christmas stuff. I, I have talked about my 10th grade chemistry teacher, though, and his affinity for Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we would watch Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, got it. Classic. Did you watch the. Yeah. The, uh, just the, like the Christmas special, or did you ever watch the, uh, I remember at one point they introduced, um, Linus and Lucy's younger brother. I think his name is Rerun. And he had his own kind of like various different like Christmas scenes. It wasn't like part of the main story. Yeah. Cause there's like the old one, Uh Charlie Brown Christmas. And then they made a new one. Yeah. And I remember being so confused about that new one. Because I'm like, it, I feel like every year they would show it on like ABC or something. Mm-hmm. So I would always watch the Charlie Brown one. And then one year it was, it was an hour block, right? So you had the original Charlie Brown Christmas and then you had uh, the new one. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, there was no fanfare about the new one. It just showed up. And I'm yeah, like, who the I, fuck I is this kid? remember it at all either until it just happened. But then it's also like a weird thing where it's like, because it just all looks the same. You're you're just confused about like have I seen this before because this looks very familiar, mm-hmm. but also I don't remember any of it. No, yeah, it was it was very strange. It just just sort of appeared. Yeah, which like I who, wonder if it was playing like in other places around the country before it started playing here, and that's maybe. why there was no no fanfare as you said yeah. around it. Because that's that's the one where is that the one where you also see a lot of Snoopy's cousins that. Could be. I don't remember specifically, but there's like, also other Peanuts uh, like shows that probably have the Snoopy's family in there. But I remember there's also I, Thanksgiving, and there's also like the summer camp one. But I feel like the Christmas one specifically like has like a montage. It could. I don't remember. Where you meet Snoopy's cousin that lives in the desert, Spike. Yeah, and then his fat cousin. Yeah, I don't remember his name. I don't either. I'll, all I really remember is. I think Rerun rides in the back of a bike. He does. His parents' bike. And then he also ice skates. And I think he's trying to learn what Christmas is, maybe? Why doesn't he just ask Linus? He has a whole speech about it. That's a good point. I don't know. You just, you didn't... You, you could have just stayed at home, dude. That may, Maybe he's not trying to find out what Christmas is all about. Maybe I don't he's know. doing something else. But I do remember he has a lot of just like monologues to himself. He doesn't really interact with no. any of the normal characters. no. Which kind of makes me think that's why he's learning about what Christmas is, is because maybe it's meant to be like for like the younger kids. But who's young enough that they don't understand what's happening in Charlie Brown? I know, right? There's also that other, there's because there's also like two Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, or like, no, there's just the one Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, isn't there? Yeah. I just remember never seeing that before. And one year it was just on TV and I was really confused because I was like, why haven't I ever seen this Charlie Brown Thanksgiving before? Mm-hmm. 
Because I feel like I've all, the, every year they play the Halloween one and the Christmas one. I don't ever remember there being a Thanksgiving one until one day it was just like on. Yeah. Very I mean, weird. I also don't remember watching that one nearly as much as the other ones. But there there must have been some reason for that. I don't I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but I, I do remember also typically, oh, actually, I don't remember if it was the same night or different nights, but the uh, the cartoon, How the Grinch Stole Christmas coming on mm-hmm. um, around the same time as the Charlie Brown one and loving that. Like that one was freaking awesome. I mm-hmm. think we, we would occasionally watch that in school, too. Oh, I remember watching that in school. That That's also, like, a really fun part about Christmas is all the TV specials that play. Because mm-hmm. especially, like, growing up with out with no cable, it's like, oh, it's something new to watch. There's yeah. some, like, even though it's the same thing and I've seen it before, it breaks up the monotony of your of the weekly TV schedule. It's like, oh, I can watch Charlie Brown. I can watch The Grinch. I can watch the various Rankin and Bass things. Are those the, the claymation ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got like the the year without a Santa Claus. You got uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. All those, which we did do an episode about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's true. Year. You go listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember only seeing the. I had seen Rudolph a lot of times. I had that on video as a kid. But the when Santa Claus, Santa Claus is coming to town, and the year without a Santa Claus, I got weirdly excited because <laughs> I, I don't know. Like as a kid, I guess like. The idea that there was like a history behind Santa Claus and stuff like that, and you could mm-hmm. like learn the the lore, because this was really before anything else in my life that I, you know, there wasn't like a huge like I wasn't a big comic book kid, and I I hadn't gotten quite into Star Wars enough yet, and Marvel certainly wasn't a thing, so there was nothing to really like dive into. Uh huh. So for some reason, <laughs> Christmas Santa lore here we was go. So cool to me, like that's Jack Frost, and uh, or actually no, I learned recently. There is a guy, oh, I forget what his name is, but there's a character in The Year Without a Santa Claus who is like an Iceman, and I thought for years that his name was just Jack Frost, but I guess his name is something else. Oh, Cold Miser, I think. Cold Miser. Because there's the Heat Miser, and then there's oh. the, maybe he's Snow Miser? Hmm. I don't know, but his name is not Jack Frost. Okay. I learned that in a pub trivia thing recently, oh. so that's why it well, how about that? sticks in my brain. Do you remember... The Frosty the Snowman oh, yeah, special yeah. that was like a weirdly environmentalist propaganda. Oh, I kind of do remember the there, guy who had like the machine. The machine that would like spray, I guess, greenhouse gases out of his truck. And it was like melting all the snow. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Very I, weird. Yeah. I mean, which is it's, it's probably why so many millennials believe in climate change. That's these true. Days. It's all because of Frosty the Snowman that aired one day out of the entire year. Uh-huh. I remember that. Special. I we had recorded that on VHS. Really? So I remember having like the commercials with the stuff mm. with that. And I remember watching that all year round too. Wow. I uh-huh. <laughs> was a weird kid. Yeah, that was a weird uh that was just a weird show. Mm-hmm. I still liked it and watched it. Yeah. I mean, I, I I remember always thinking like I'll watch this because there's nothing else on. I never sought it out, right? Where it's just like, oh, here we go. Tuesday night, seven PM, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. I never was like, well. I guess this is on. I'll watch it. Yeah, I never. It was never. It never lived high on my list. I I think that now I probably like the Charlie Brown Christmas special more than I did when I was a kid. But I mean, I remember too at that point, like just yeah, really being kind of not starved for stuff to watch, but always excited when there was something new to watch. I did. I did always look forward to the cartoon Grinch. That was that was high on my list. I'm looking here through uh, some of. Just some 
Christmas TV special, see if there's anything on here that I don't remember. But none of these look familiar at all. Like, what do you got? What do you got on there? Well, it starts off with, of course, the ones we've already talked about. Charlie Brown Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Grinch. Um, But then it goes into other things. Oh, I've never never seen this. There's a Rankin and Bass Little Drummer Boy, which I feel like you would hate because you hate that song, right? Well, it's a bad song. I have seen that. And PJ and I actually watched that uh, a few years ago. And it is a pretty racist uh, special Um, and also a bummer. Uh, more more like Little Bummer Boy, I think was one of the jokes that we made watching it. But it is not very good. And I feel like it's one of those ones, too, where, like, the story, like, they they kind of develop a story um, throughout the first half of it, and then eventually they just kind of, like, lose it. They're like, and then he left those people and went and met Jesus Christ being born. Hmm. It was very weird. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. None of these look... Uh... I don't know, because it's, it's things that I don't think I've ever really seen, like Shrek the Halls, The Snowman, Prep and Landing. Oh, I've seen The Snowman. The really? Snowman is the one with like the, the cartoon. I, it looks like it's a adaptation of a book. Yeah, I think Because I've seen the book. Yeah. I remember my that was like my mom's favorite Christmas thing. Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. <laughs> never saw that. Oh, A Christmas Carol is a good a good Christmas time story, but I never watched... I remember watching that in school one year. I think it was the Patrick Stewart version. Hmm. Um, and that was pretty Which good. Which one's A Christmas Carol? The one with the ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually just read that book. Wow. That Dickens? Yeah. It's mm. really good, honestly. Like a lot of the time, books from that era, the prose is kind of like uh, like challenging to read and like kind of not very fun. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just so different than how people talk today. But the Christmas Carol, I thought, was still very accessible oh. and very good. Well, how about that? I think I always forget which one that is because... I mean, yeah, it's just called... It might as well just be called a Christmas It should. Thing. It should just be called, like, Christmas Ghosts or something. <laughs> Scrooge and the Christmas Ghosts. Honestly, yes. Uh, then I would remember which one it is. <sighs> yeah. Um, but the I'm thing surprised. is, like, I would, I would recognize it right away... Whenever it's paired with the, like, if you would say a Muppet Christmas Carol, they're like, oh, the Scrooge one. <laughs> but if I hear the Christmas Carol or whatever it is, a Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember that it's Scrooge. I will remember it if it is paired with the Muppets. Isn't it kind of funny how, like, before that, Scrooge was probably just a name somebody could have. And, I guess like, so. And Ebenezer, like, it's kind of like Adolf Hitler. Like, ain't nobody getting named Adolf Hitler now. And also nobody's naming their kid Ebenezer or no. Scrooge. no. Were they? Do you think they were real? I guess Ebenezer sounds very biblical. Yeah, I feel like it must be. Like sounds like Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, it does. I wonder if there if there was if that name was common before that book. Well, let's take a let's let's take a look. I'm gonna go to LinkedIn and, and see. If I'm gonna look any up Ebenezer's. Any Ebenezer's? Okay. I hope that there is. God, you have to have to be like the weirdest parent in the world because not only would you be naming your kid Ebenezer, but you'd be like, oh yeah, my favorite character from a book. Ebenezer Scrooge, the grouchy old man who just <laughs> barely decides to become a good person in the end. Be just wild. All right, let's take a look at Ebenezer. Oh, there's, yeah, there's a handful of Ebenezers. Wow. Um, Are they all so old that they were born before a Christmas carol? <laughs> no, they look, uh, they look like young hip men. Oh, <sighs> uh, like the tab broken LinkedIn's being fucking weird but um speaking of movies though or I guess Christmas stories that have like very generic names 
the movie A Christmas Story, very recognizable, but a very, like, just generic name. Which one is that? A Christmas mo- a Christmas Story with Ralphie and oh, okay, you're gonna yeah. shoot your eye out, kid. They're terrible names. Well, I thought it was instantly recognizable, but apparently it's not to everybody. <laughs> not to me. I'm not. I also don't know anything about movies. That's true. That's you got to take that into account. That was one that I never saw. I didn't see that until I was in high school, until I was like 15. Um, but that was one of the movies that everybody I remember always being like, oh, that's my favorite Christmas movie. Did the teacher, did your teacher like in high school when, when you were watching that movie make a, kind of make like a, a big deal about the the decoder ring? No, not at all. I oh. didn't even remember that was in the movie. Yeah, he, uh, he his, his Ovaltine, or it says like drink your Ovaltine or whatever when he gets the, the thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's been trying to figure out what the secret message is. Yeah, and he gets mad that it just is an ad for Ovaltine. That is very funny, though. I like that. It is very funny, but it was less funny to me at the time because my teacher just like just made a big deal about it and like was quoting the movie. I was like, I don't, I don't give it. I don't even know what Ovaltine is. I don't give a shit. Well, that definitely means that that teacher probably did something very similar as a child. I mean, probably. He was probably about the same age as that kid at that time. Yeah. What year did that movie come out? About... Well, I think it came out in the 80s, but I think the kid in the movie grew up in the 50s or 60s. Oh, well. I think. I don't know. I'm going to look it up I don't know time. either because I'm the it was, it was, we watched it in like my music class. I remember my music teacher at the time was like probably in his late 20s. Mm-hmm. So right now he would be 40. Oh, yeah. Then he definitely wouldn't have been unless it. Okay. Wait, sorry. Looking it up. I don't know. Well, no, he'd probably be 50. Christmas Story came out in 1983. So he would have been a kid when that came out, I'm sure. Probably why he kept quoting it. In the 1940s is when the story takes place. Hmm. So he definitely couldn't have been alive then. Well, not during the 40s. I'm saying like when the movie came out. Oh, right, right, right. Of course, yeah. No, that makes more sense. Yeah. He probably just loved that scene in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Are there any particular like, like Christmas specials of... Just like TV shows that you really like? Um, or, you know, they have like the Christmas episode. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, The Simpsons, the first episode famously is a That's Christmas true. episode. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I think when I got into The Simpsons in like middle school, that was an episode like with the first season, even to this day, like a lot of them, I'm still kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to watch this because it's not really, hasn't really grown into the show yet. Mm-hmm. Figured out what it wants to be. Um, so that one was okay, but... I know that there were Christmas episodes, but a thing, a fun thing about uh, like reruns and syndicated shows is that just Christmas episodes just are aired all the time. Just you know, like with with all the others, like just you yeah, can watch with no it in, with no regard for time of year. No, yeah, it'd be like September, and it'd be like, oh, it's a Christmas episode. Um, so I remember like occasionally the Home Improvement. Oh, here's one. <laughs> Home Improvement has a few Christmas episodes, and there is one in this bit I have always remembered, and I don't know why I think it's as funny as I do, but uh, one of the Taylor, so it follows Tim, the tool man Taylor, and his wife Jill and their family. Um, their youngest son, Mark, in this episode is in a choir, like a church choir, and they're going to go see him perform, mm-hmm. and he's standing next to three other um, like elementary schoolers. Um, and they're all wearing um, like a robe with a letter on it to spell out Noel. But when they first get up to stand <laughs> like in front of everybody, they accidentally have it spell Leon. <laughs> 
<laughs> and for some reason, like then I like laughed out loud at it and I still think about it today. And I'm like, it's pretty funny. Leon. And that's the only bit from Home Improvement Christmas that I remember. <laughs> um, oh, no, that's not true. I do also remember there was another Home Improvement Christmas special where um, I think Tim falls asleep and he uh, imagines he like has a dream where his life is animated, like in the Rankin Bass style. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all the tool time care, all the home improvement characters are like different. Like one of them's like a snowman. One of them's an elf and oh, huh. stuff like that. Um, apparently, yeah, a lot of home improvement Christmas episodes really shaped my brain. You ever see the, the community Christmas episode? Yeah. Yeah. That's also very good. I yeah. really like that one. That one is good. When Abed can't, he keeps seeing everybody as mm-hmm. claymation characters. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's a good one. I can't think of any others though. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's an Arthur one too that sh- that should stick out in my head, but it yeah does not. No, I don't know if Arthur ever got super. I don't know if there probably was at least a couple Christmas episodes. I know there was a Hanukkah one. I feel like yeah, I feel like if they they probably would have. No, there definitely was because because in, in that episode they also touch on like Francine celebrates Hannah and the the brain celebrates Kwanzaa. Really? Yeah. Oh. They like touched on like everyone celebrates a different holiday. Yeah. So that that's probably yeah, that makes sense. Um The Office had some good Christmas episodes. And I I wouldn't have seen them. Oh yeah. I, I remember those ones were always good. Like there's the Secret Santa one where um like Jim has Pam for Secret Santa and this is before they're like dating or anything and um, Michael decides that he wants to do White Elephant instead of Secret Santa. And so Jim had gotten her like a really personalized like, gift, <laughs> like a teapot with like photos of like them hanging out inside it. Uh-huh. And then somebody else got it. And <laughs> it was very funny. That is very funny. Uh-huh. And um, then there's the one where Michael goes to Benihana with, oh, I forget who he goes to Benihana with, but he ends up picking up two... Uh, like servers there and brings them back as a, him and the other person bring a server back uh, to the Christmas party. One of them is played by Kulop. Um, oh, really? Scott Ackerman's wife. That's funny. Yeah. Um, and then there's 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 a few of them, but those are all really good. Mm. But yeah, there's there's definitely got to be more of those that I'm just. I'm sure there are. Yeah. We're just not thinking of them. No, I should have prepared myself. More ah, who cares? <laughs> I do have another question for you though. Lay it on me. Where did you spend your Christmases? Because we would go to my grandma's house for Christmas. We would have dinner there. And then uh, that, that was pretty much it. We'd make some, my mom would make stuff at home, bring it over, and then just hang out there, have some dinner, watch some movies, and then go home. Okay. So what did you do? Well, so we would uh, almost always, we were in Helena because um, both of my parents, both of my sets of grandparents also lived in Helena. Um, so we would usually either, we would always wake up on Christmas morning and open he would wake up. Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> wow. Well, sleep through the day. Wow. He didn't, you didn't just go and die <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of the night. Every Christmas we would die and be dead all day. So thanks for reminding me, Josh. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Uh, no, we'd wake up every day and open presents and then we would have breakfast and, uh, then usually we would go to either my mom's side of the family, her those grandparents, or my dad's side grandparents, um, and have dinner with them. And that would kind of alternate mm-hmm. every year. And we would either do like a Christmas with the other ones, 
uh, the other grandparents either like a couple days after or a couple days before. So yeah, we were pretty much always in town. Um, but when, when did you guys, when did you open presents? Did you do it in the morning or did you do it the night before? Uh, it was usually in the morning, but not like early morning. I don't know why. I don't know why not. Well, I guess you probably, and maybe I, uh, we would get to do it super early because we, there's three kids. I mean, I would always like, want to. We're going to do it. But like your parents are outnumbered you. So they were probably Yeah, that's like, true. So I was like, we're going to open it at noon. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. What? Noon? I just, I always remember being later than I would want it to be. I was like, I just, just let me open it now. Oh yeah. We, we had a rule. We couldn't wake up my parents before seven. <laughs> like that's a pretty seven, fair rule. Yeah. Seven o'clock. We, we were, it was fair game. We got to wake up and come down and open gifts. Couldn't do it by yourself. You had to wait for everybody. But yeah, my parents were like, do not even try to wake us up before seven o'clock. <laughs> Was that a rule because you did try? Oh, it must we must have at some point. Mm. I don't know. I remember that though. And then pretty soon when we were all like at least like 13 or something like that, it started being like 10 o'clock or 11 because any one of us would just be like asleep and everybody else would be awake and be like, all right, well, we want to eat breakfast. So you have to get up now. It's 10 <laughs> yep. o'clock. Mm-hmm. Not I'm, even to open gifts. It'd be like 10 to eat. Yeah. Like we're fucking hungry. I've probably asked you this before, but like any standout Christmas presents you've gotten? Oh yeah. Um, one year, I think the biggest one I can think of is it was a year we moved, um, cross town. So I remember our house wasn't quite set up yet. Um, like it was still pretty sparsely like furnished and stuff. Um, we had a Christmas tree and like a tiny TV and then we got a PlayStation one. Oh, I remember being yeah. so excited about that. And we had got like three games for it. We got Need for Speed, A Bug's Life, and then one game that Clark wanted, which I don't remember what it was. But I remember being so excited and we played Need for Speed like all day long. Yeah. And had nice. a great time. Yeah. Couldn't play that much Bug's Life that day because it was one player and Makes I had sense. to share with Clark and sometimes with Ben. Um but he was still pretty young at that point. Like couldn't really couldn't really hang. You know didn't even know what a controller was. Mm-mm. Kept chewing on it. Yeah. Kept putting it in his mouth. But yeah, that was probably the like the biggest Christmas gift that I remember getting, which was it was very exciting. And I think that's the only gaming system we were ever gifted. Like all the other ones we had to put money towards ourselves and or buy it ourselves. Um yeah, what about you? Oh, I'm trying to remember if I got if I got my GameCube for Christmas. I don't quite remember. If it was a Christmas or a birthday, but I don't know the one. The one thing that I do, I, I there, there's I might oh, it might have even been the same year. Could it have been the same year? It may have been. I remember getting the first Animal Crossing for GameCube for a Christmas. Wow! Like I, I was I and like that, that's like the most excited I've ever been for, about a game because I think I read about it in like a Nintendo Power or something, mm-hmm. and then just like read a bunch of just like articles on it, looked them up in like in magazines. It's like, I just really want this game. Um, and it definitely was, it was like maybe two or three years after its release. Um, cause I know I got like, I, cause it was not, it was discounted to $20 at that point. Oh, I see. Um, that's pretty much all I got for like gifts for like the cheap $20 games. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really, which like is really nice because it doesn't happen with Nintendo games anymore. They don't get discounted? No, because, like, it used to be um, after a certain number of years, they would, like, certain first-party titles would just, like, get an automatic discount. So, like, if you saw a GameCube title that had, like, a yellow 
yellow banner across the top that said player's choice, mm-hmm. it like it wouldn't be more than 20 bucks. Oh, sure. I kind of remember that with some like PlayStation 2 games. Mm-hmm. PlayStation like 2 games would have greatest, ha- hits. greatest hits and have the red. Um, Xbox had like the platinum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like every, everyone, like they don't do that anymore. No. Which I think is also kind of fine because like digital sales happen often enough that like you don't really, and also quick, like, like quicker too. But anyway, uh, very excited about that game. And I convinced, I somehow convinced my mom to let me, and I knew I was getting it. Uh, I somehow let my mom, I somehow convinced my mom to let me just like open it up and play it two days before Christmas. Wow. Specifically because in game, the 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 Christmas equivalent is called Toy Day, mm-hmm. and that occurs on December 23rd. Oh, wow. That's really nice of your mom that she lets you do that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Uh, you but know I there had, was like, kids that same year who begged their mom, and they were like, no, mm-hmm. you have to wait till Christmas because Santa hasn't delivered it yet. I I put up, I like drew out a calendar, and I taped it to like the side of my like dresser next to my bed, <sighs> and just like... Just like in, like, I'm going to do what they do on TV. I'm going to X out the days every day. Have you have the Christmas, like, circled big uh-huh. waiting for it. I even thought, like, this is fucking stupid, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, that calendar thing made me remember how, um, I don't remember where I got these from, but somebody gave me these weird Lord of the Rings, like, CDs, like they were CD-ROMs, and you put them in the computer, and it, it was like a, you could like make stuff or like print stuff out and had like pictures from the movies. It wasn't a game. <laughs> it was just like print out this picture of Aragorn. Yeah, exactly. And you could print out like calendars. Oh, okay. And so I think what you're supposed to do is print out like one page like per month. But what I did is I printed out 12 months in one day and <laughs> I used up all the ink in our printer because it was like full color, like no white space. It yeah. was all like movie quality pictures. Oh, that's really And I just funny. tried to print on our family printer and, you know, like used 12 of them. All the ink. And it, they were just like soaking wet when they got out of the printer. I too. remember that happening whenever I would try to print a picture on just like normal copy paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a little damp and a little wrinkled from from how much liquid is, exactly. is just in the paper now. And so I, I taped, I think I did one of them from for two towers and then my dad was like, what are you doing? Stop. And so I had just like one calendar that I just like taped together and then hung up on my wall and it looked like absolute garbage because <laughs> it was yeah just like old and wrinkly and just copy paper. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. That's really funny. And I, I was a child. I yeah. used to have for a calendar. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, cause I thought it was too because like I know what day of the week it is and then how far away Christmas is. There's a calendar in the living room yeah. <laughs> or like in the kitchen. Uh-huh. I don't need this personal one to like, but I still did it anyway. Well, that's that's pretty fun though. I remember getting a lot of joy from just doing things like simple things like that that kids did in movies. Like that was always fun. I didn't even think I found joy out of it. <laughs> I think I just did it because like, I think you're supposed to do this. This is what you do when you're excited for a day. So I guess I'll do it. Uh, there was also one Christmas where I got three video games. That was a great Christmas. Oh, three yeah. video games. Yeah. Oh, uh, which video games? I got... They're all GameCube games. I got Tales of Symphonia. I got oh, that's that an orchestra themed game, correct? Yep. Um, no, that I think that was I think this is all the same. I think it was the same year as Animal Crossing because then I got Animal Crossing, Tales of Symphonia, and Harvest Moon. It's a Wonderful Life. Is that a game based on It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, yeah, sure. Wow. You play as George Bailey and 
you have to like fight the uh, the owner of the drugstores. He tries to box you on the year. For- mm-hmm. Yep, and then you can go see the old man by the yurt. By the yurt. Yeah. Say hi, hello. Trade him some carrots. Oh. Go out into the mountains and see the pixies, just like in the movie. Just like the movie. I mean, uh, I can't remember the angel's name. Clarence. When Clarence goes to feed pixies in the mm-hmm. mountains. Um, another video game that I remember getting um, was Clark and I both got Guitar Hero. Ooh, yeah. I remember getting Guitar Hero 2 and Clark got Guitar Hero 3. Wow. Yeah. So both? We, yeah. Two and three? So that way we had two guitars. And oh, so there we, you go. We spent all day just playing Guitar Hero, and it we like never changed out of our pajamas. It was great. It was that awesome. sounds great. Mm-hmm. Guitar Hero is honestly pretty fun. It is pretty fun, especially when it first came out. Like mm-hmm. I remember I, I had an older cousin who we, like a few days afterwards, we went over to their house, um, their family's house, and he was like, why is that fun? And <laughs> as a kid, I was like, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't. Exp- I couldn't put it into words. I mean, it just I, is. Yeah, and I, I was. I just felt really just stupid. Trigger something in your brain. Mm-hmm. Gets those. Gets that dopamine going. It's like you get all the joy of playing guitar, but you don't have to learn how to play the guitar. Yeah, that's true. You get to hear that. You get to hear the song, mm-hmm. and you get to pretend you're playing the song. And just like when you slightly miss a note at the right time, everything stops, and you don't. You just hear just like real music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually you get booed off the stage if you mm-hmm. don't do it well. Do you ever get clothes for Christmas? Yes. Were they always bad? Mm, it was always like from my grandparents. They would actually take us to like clothing stores like a few Ooh, days before. Herbergers. Never went to Herbergers. It wasn't Herbergers in Helena. <laughs> my parents, I think, still make that joke whenever we're talking about those stores. Um, even though they're not in the mall here anymore, they still make that joke. Um but I, it, it was always J.C. Penny that we would go to. Mm, go to yep. J.C. Penny, sometimes Macy's, because my grandpa did work at Macy's. So Ooh, we got a discount there. Wow, how about that? Yeah, um, but yeah, they would always. I think my parents would probably just tell them like, "Yeah, they need this thing." And so, like, sometimes we would get to pick out like a cool like. I remember occasionally getting shirts with like Rugrats on them or something Whoa. like that. Um, but otherwise, sometimes it would just be like a polo shirt and like khaki pants. Yep. Yeah, I would always get like. Uh, I don't even, I don't really, I just remember getting stuff like, I don't really like this. Mm-hmm. It would be like a plain sweater or it would be like, like, a, I think there was one year I remember getting like a, I think, I think it must have been just like a flannel, but I wasn't into flannels at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like, mom, you do my laundry. How do you, <laughs> how are you, how are you missing every single year when you see what I wear every day? And you do my laundry. Like, you know what I'm wearing. And somehow you miss every single year. Like, well, he'd probably get this. It's like, no, I'm not wearing it. I don't like it. Because I, I, there's some reason, like, for some reason, I just kept getting button-ups. I was like, I never wear these. Mm-hmm. You know I never wear these. Did Were they always a little bit too big, too? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I remember for years getting clothing, clothing size in, like, the... Large and extra large. <laughs> You're like, I am barely a small. <laughs> Maybe someday I will be a medium, but certainly never going to wear these clothes that I'm swimming. I would be swimming in. Maybe they thought it's like, well, one day Paul's going to just let it all go. He's just going to gain a bunch of weight. He's going to gain a bunch of weight, and then he'll fit in these, mm-hmm. and then he'll be glad that we got these for. Him. <laughs> 
you know, these I, are your contingency clauses. 20 years ago. <sighs> yeah. I did. I did remember one year I got like a system of a down shirt from my dad and he bought like a large for me and I wore it a few times. Then I was like, this is way too big for me. It's too big. But I did bring it to summer camp. And one day I put water wings under that shirt to make it look like I was buff <laughs> and it fit perfectly. Wow. I was like, wow, I'm glad I have this shirt that's extra big because now it fits my pretend muscles. There you go. Yeah. For the listener, I am flexing right now, doing a kind of a beefcake pose. Not unlike Arnold Schwarzenegger from last week's episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do any like uh, like a friend's Christmas party, like in high school or anything? Um, I don't remember doing too many of them. A couple friends, I think in elementary school and middle school, had some Christmas parties. Because mm. uh, I remember we did taffy pulling at one. Taffy pulling? Yeah, which is where you like make taffy and you have to oh. like, pull it to get the consistency. Oh, yeah, just right? like the machine in the window yeah. in Phillipsburg. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we did that. And then I think we did like a white elephant. No, it wasn't white elephant. It was one of those games where you have like a present. Everybody brings a present. Um, and it's wrapped up, and then you like tell a story, and it's like whenever you hear the word right, you pass to the right. Whenever you hear the word left, you pass to the left, or something like that. Oh, and so yeah. it'd be like, Santa came right around one night and left a gift there. And it'd be like, you'd have to do the whole story, and then at the end, you got whatever was in your hand. Mm. Um, I remember getting a Black Widow uh, rubber spider. Scary. Yeah. Or maybe it was a rat. I don't really remember. Did you? Yeah. There was one friend that would like host like a small party every year. That was it. That was pretty fun. What would you do? Would you like, was it a boy girl party? Yeah. Ooh, was uh, there mistletoe hung up, Josh? Probably. Ooh. I'm not telling. Did you bring that copy of Animal Crossing underneath the mistletoe and uh, smooch it? Sure did. Oh, Mr. Tinkerbottom or whatever the guy's name is. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Um, I think that's when I learned what a white elephant Gift exchange? I guess I still don't really like what what follows white elephant? Party? Gift exchange? White elephant thing? Um occurrence? Gift. White elephant gifts. Gift exchange. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just says white elephant, but like I never know knows what it means, but like I don't think it's the whole party because you definitely are supposed to do more. Otherwise yeah. that'd be a weird party to go to. Either way, though, that's when I, I first I had to learn what that was. Like what the everyone is talking about this as if as if I have a white elephant at home. Yeah, as if as if everyone is just knows what that is, mm-hmm. and I don't. So I had to learn what that was, and then don't remember what I gave. Don't remember what I got. I, I, in those ones, the older I get, the more I still like to do those a lot, and then I definitely find much more joy in bringing something ridiculous to those. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. It's way more fun than I. I don't know, remember hardly anything I got. From but then you feel the pressure when you're like sixteen. Mm-hmm. It's like, I gotta get something cool so no one thinks I'm a nerd. But also, I have no money. <laughs> so what do I do? Mm-hmm. And I think I asked my mom for help, and I, she just gave me, like, mom ideas. And we're just like, no, that sounds like a terrible gift for a teenager. When, when in reality, it's like, actually, that would be really nice. But your mom's like, why don't you get them a nice pair of socks? And you're like, no. Why would I do that? Yeah. Even though fucking nice pair of socks is really fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was any other Christmas party things that I did in high school or anything like that. I think for a while I was kind of too cool for for Christmas stuff. I remember I, I the really the only Christmas music I liked at one point was the Reliant K Christmas album. It's a good Christmas album. It is a good Christmas album and I should add some of those songs to my Christmas playlist. Add the whole album. Yeah. No. Well, most of the album. There's some songs on there you can miss. Mm-hmm. But some of them are pretty good. But my mom used to really like Christmas music. Still, she still does actually. 
And I remember it'd be like the same five albums every year. Um, and so specifically there was like this jazz Christmas album mm. that she would play. And anytime I hear anything like that, it, it really feels like Christmas. But also I don't choose to listen to it because it's kind of, I don't know, not my not my scene. Yeah. If I'm doing jazzy Christmas, I'm doing the Charlie Brown, Vince Guaraldi trio. That's pretty good. Yeah. That stuff. Any other slaps. any other just like just kind of like left field Christmas albums that that uh that you like for like for instance, my mom uh my mom really liked Johnny Mathis. Mm-hmm. So and he had like two or three like they're all in cassette. They were just like all like two or three Christmas albums. It's like I really like those. And I also like the Gunter Kalman choir. Oh, I don't know that. Uh, that's also like a like very very nostalgic Christmas music to me. It's just like whatever my mom would play on cassette. Hmm. But then there, I also have like weird, and I'll we 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 can like separate these two. Um, I also have albums that to me feel like Christmas albums because I listen to them in my car, oh, like in high yeah. school uh-huh. during Christmas time. And it's uh, it's Mumford and Son's first album. Interesting. And I want to say also Passion Pit's first album. Just remind me of Christmas because I would like I would swap out those two albums and like the Reliant K Christmas one like all December, and I would just listen to those like when I drove to school. Huh. I that's interesting because I definitely do have that same feeling, but I don't necessarily associate them with Christmas so much as I do just general like winter. Mm. I but, guess uh, yeah. Um, and I guess for me, those albums are, uh, I think I might've mentioned this on the show before actually, but no effects, uh, the punk band has an album called the war on errorism. And that one I listened to a lot when it was cold in my Subaru driving around in the snow. Mm -hmm. So that one always makes me think of, yeah, like driving in ice and stuff like that. And then an album that I still really love to this day, uh, bomb the music industry scrambles Mm. was another Cold weather album for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. But any, any like, uh, any other like actual Christmas ones? Or just any weird, like weird actual Christmas ones where it's like, I, I've never, like, like the, like, a like the Gunter Kalman choir. Anything like that for you? No, no, there really wasn't. Um, <clears throat> I kind of, yeah, at this point, I think I kind of was like, I, I thought only Christmas music was like just the kind that my mom listened to and that wasn't my jam. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I don't really like Christmas music. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't dig this. But then I remember having a resurgence in college of like being like, oh, actually, I there is some really good Christmas yeah, music. I do like these. Yeah, and now I've got like my favorites now. Like I listen to Chris Farren's like a God, like a gift from God or whatever. That's mm-hmm. an awesome album. Um, or Vince Guaraldi Trio, like I've said. And then there's there's just a lot of uh, various songs that I I like on from a lot of different artists now. And that, yeah, I just fucking love. Whether it's covers or original Christmas songs, they're so good. I want an Alien for Christmas by Fountains of Wayne. That one. I don't think I know that one. Oh, Hmm. you'd love it. You should look it up. I'll check it out. Okay. Did you have to learn, I don't, because I'm curious if this was like Montana curriculum or just my school, but in elementary school, did you have to learn sign language for Silent Night and perform it as a class? Okay, we didn't have to do that specifically, but I remember there was things that we did sign language for, but not Silent Night. That was, seems a little on the nose. Because I, I, I remember like we had to learn like, I want it like we had, because we had to learn like just a sign language for it. So I remember like night, I think was like you put your arm out and then like this was just like the sun going behind a hill. Uh-huh. 
And then like there was something about like I thought uh, the night was like like this. Probably is. I'm not saying that the sign language was accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something about like holding a baby. Um, there was something really weird and like, you know, when you like kind of imitate a baby and you just kind of like Wait. put your knuckle in your cheek or whatever. Oh yeah, which is a weird thing, but I don't understand it. But I think that about. was a sign language for tender and mild <laughs> that we had to do. Oh, that's weird because I think that's also very close to apple. But I think apple, you make the A. Oh yeah, that's. And there's no apples in that song. No. To my recollection. Anyway, we had to learn sign language for Silent Night and then like perform it for the school. I remember, I it is just now occurring to me to, or I'm just now remembering the, all the uh, holiday um, assemblies, I guess, mm-hmm. in elementary school specifically, where, yeah, you had to sing a song or do a dance or something like that. Um, we we never did sign language Silent Light, Silent Night, which also that's kind of a religious song for school they don't care they did at my school i guess we never did any christian songs no maybe well none that i can remember anyway but i remember one year we did like every group did like a dance or like something for the nutcracker oh um or maybe it was just stuff from fantasia i might be mixing (laughs) two very different things yeah very different but i think there's one song that's in both maybe I don't remember. Sugar Plum Fairy thing? Yeah. Yeah. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Yeah. The one that really sticks out to me is that uh, every year there'd be like a Christmas like play that was like part of it. Mm-hmm. And my year, it was this really stupid Christmas story about, it was called The Littlest Reindeer. And so it's essentially just exactly the story of Rudolph, except Rudolph is already established like person character and uh, then there's just a reindeer whose characteristic is instead of having a glowing nose is he small or she's small the reindeer's really small and I remember it's otherwise it's exactly the same like all the other reindeer make fun of this small reindeer and then the reindeer like helps Santa go down a small chimney or something like that and it's like <laughs> oh actually you're really helpful but I remember I was Rudolph in that show wow which wasn't really a big part because like I said it was all about the littlest reindeer mm-hmm. and I remember uh like the a few days before, like we were having a rehearsal and I got in big trouble for not knowing all of my lines, even though I knew all my lines, there was just like one scene that I didn't know about and I just didn't know. And I remember the teacher like angrily calling out me specifically for not knowing my <laughs> lines. And at the time I remember being like, chill out lady. This is a fucking like, we're f- I'm a fifth grader. I don't really, yeah, right. this doesn't really matter. I've been conscripted into this play. Yeah. I didn't. Like, you didn't volunteer for it, did you? No, I don't think so. Like think. You're just making me do this thing I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there's no consequence if I don't do it. Yeah, no parent is going to be like, Rudolph was supposed to say something there. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> but that that's the one that really sticks out in my mind. The one Christmas show. Mm. Oh, mm? did you did you have to go to church? Oh, um. No, not until my parents just decided. Like, I think we're going to start going to church. Mm, so when was so that? there? There was like a, a brief, ye- a brief couple years, few years, when I would have been in oh, I don't know, seventh, eighth grade, somewhere around there. Definitely, be- like right before high school. Seventy eighth grade. Yeah, you were in school for a long time. Yeah, that's how old I got, are you now? That's why I got this big freaking brain, dude. Oh my god, and you're so old. Yeah, Ray, 
You're like laying in bed. You look like that worm from that SpongeBob episode. I am. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, you are that worm? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Uh, yeah, so we'd have to go to church. Uh, and the only time I remember just like really not liking it was the one year that I got the second Animal Crossing game for Christmas oh. for DS. Mm-hmm. And I just not supposed to play that in the pews. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Um, but I'm just thinking, well, no, I don't think I did, but I did have my DS like in my coat pocket. Mm. Um, my coat that was much too big. <laughs> of course. <laughs> No middle schooler has clothes that fit unless they're like weirdly adult, which is just even worse. Either that or like your parents just know like I don't or, just, or your parents will just your parents are rich and can buy you clothes that fit you because they don't think that you will grow into them because that's going to save them money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the other part of it. So like coat that was rich much too kids. big for me. And like I thought it was an, I thought it was a nice coat. Definitely way too big. <laughs> Um, I even picked it out, but then like I had to get a large. <laughs> and I've been, I, you like put on one that like fits well, and then they're like, nope, nope, nope. Like it's a large. It's I'm in like eighth grade wearing a man's <laughs> large coat, <laughs> uh, which is still even like too big for me now. It's too big for me, <laughs> probably. <laughs> anyway, I had my DS in my pocket, just thinking like I just want to play this game. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait to just play this game. I'm just thinking about that the entire time. Was it was it like a like a real church service or was it like the nativity scene? Oh, it was a real church service. Oh, okay. We would always go partially because we I think my parents had their kids in the nativity scene for like 15 years straight, but we would always go to the early nativity scene one. What is that? What is that? So, basically kids will pretend to be Mary and Joseph and three wise men and shepherds and sheep and okay. there'll be a actual baby. But it's like a play. Jesus. Essentially, except how they did it at the church that I went to though, this, they would have one person, usually like a mom, sometimes like a older kid who would like read out like what was happening, just like the Bible verses, but very like condensed and like mm-hmm. shortened and kid friendly. Um, yeah. And they would just act out, you know, the Christmas story and, there would periodically be like hymns sung in, sung in between. So you'd sing like, we three kings of Orient are. That's a good song. It's pretty good. I um, like it. And other ones like that. And then it would end with like, go tell it on the mountain. And then basically church was done after mm. that. Which I remember as a kid, like I remember starting out as a sheep and being like, oh, someday I'll get to be like something cooler. And then you grow it, you get to be a shepherd. And all this time you're wearing like, bathrobes and like putting like actual like towels on your head. It's kind of insensitive. Like now that I think about it. Um, Uh, And then, then, you know, I got to be a wise man. Uh, And then one year I remember I got to be Joseph. Wow. uh, Guess who Mary was though? Somebody, you know, who's also from Helena. Is it Brendan? No. (laughs) Brendan and I didn't go to the same church. It was Shelby, our former roommate was Mary. And so there was a live baby, which I was not allowed to hold for some reason. But she was. Um, and then I got to be the donkey, <laughs> which for some reason was like the, one of the more coveted roles. No lines. Um, I guess so. Um, and then after that, I got into, I think after that it was. You got to be producer and then you got to be <laughs> director. Well, no, after that it was like seventh and eighth grade. And I was like, I don't want to do this at all. Like, I just want to go like stand by my parents and not have to pretend to be, 
you know, not, not be a part of this little kid bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And I remember for years after that, always like being like, I'm not going to do it. And I wouldn't go to the rehearsal or anything and I would not volunteer. Um, and then every year they would come up for a while and be like, Hey, we don't have a donkey this year. Would you mind doing it? And I would be like, fuck, I guess so. And then eventually they kept, they did that a few times in high school. And I think at one point I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Then they asked me in college one time. Really? And I said, I don't want to do that. No. Wow. (laughs) I, yeah, it was always, but then eventually I started to go to, there was a 10 o'clock service at night Mm. on Christmas Eve. And I was like, I want to go to that one because it's more adult. And then I realized this is two hours long. The other one's like a half hour. I'm going to go the half hour. I want to just watch these kids do some bullshit. Yeah. I feel I vaguely remember there being some sort of like nativity background or whatever during the church service we would go to. I think they might've just done that on a different day. Mm, they probably yeah. did it on like a Saturday. Yeah. That would make sense. And then you come in on Sunday. It's like, I don't, I don't, I just don't care. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm no. bored. I'm bored and I've already filled in the margin of this week's program. <laughs> I've already drawn in every little blank space there is. I remember the the church that I went to had these little like prayer cards so you could like submit them like, you know, when they collect. Oh, yeah. Like during the tithe, like little envelopes. Yeah. 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 Um, I would draw all over those too. I would draw on them at first. And then when I learned how to read, I was like, oh, these say things. And so I would like. <laughs> I thought they were like little quizzes or something like that. So I'd like write down the name of like a random person. I invented a person and then I would like take this quiz that I thought it was. So it would be like, you know, like how much can you tithe or whatever? And I'd be like, zero (laughs) dollars. And then at the end, it would always say, please pray for, like if you want to request it. And I thought it was like a question, like who do you pray for? And I would always write easy, God. (laughs) And then I would turn it in as if. This was somehow they were going to be like, oh, yep, this guy, uh, Johnny, really knows. That's really funny. His shit. Like, yeah, he knows to pray for God. That's really funny. Not like some asshole who's going in there and writing, uh, pray to Walter, I guess. <laughs> That's funny. If if you fill that out at like my church, it would have it would have been like whoever like deals with all of the donations or tithes would have been like, I guess there's another zero dollar donation from God this week. <laughs> But God's not very supportive. Uh, um, yeah, I think those are a bulk of my of my Christmas memories. Yeah, that's mostly it for me. I mean, the only the only other things are just like I don't know, like Christmas dinner, I guess, which we kind of touched on a little bit. Uh huh. Were you guys? Uh, did you do turkey or ham? Honestly, I don't remember because mm-hmm. I would eat. My mom would, or my my grandma would make noodles. Oh yeah, like uh, uh, I don't really know what kind. They're 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 much. They're not like any Japanese noodle that I know. They're more like Chinese noodles. Hmm. But she would just like make her own noodles, and it'd just be that. Sounds I great. would just eat that. And, like my plate would just be noodles and like bread and a rice krispie treat. <laughs> and that would that a real would be my, one color scheme there. Listen, Thanksgiving and Christmas, all the food is beige. <laughs> Beige food's great. I love beige, beige food. food. Is great. You get yourself a cup of eggnog. That's beige. That's beige. A form of beige. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. That was it. Just ate uh, non non traditional Christmas food, much like my Thanksgiving. Yeah, that sounds nice though. I mean, I as my I do love like Thanksgiving food and Christmas food, but it would be nice sometimes just to have yeah like noodles or something like that, different kind of cuisine. Mm-hmm. I'd be very much into that. That's all I got for Christmas. I don't know. It's been uh. It's it's been getting less and less eventful. I feel like 
mm-hmm. as time goes on. Well, I feel like the the thing for me is like I like just work, not getting that break. Like that Christmas break really gives really you help- a sense of of Christmas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we, I guess we talked about this a little last week with PJ, how he he's going to be off from like, you know, the 24th through like the third or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like I'm working 24th and the 26th. Like yep. I, I that's what I, that, that one day I did. However many years of retail I did, mm-hmm. you know, work, work on Thanksgiving, work the day after Thanksgiving and then through the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And then same with Christmas. It's like, all right, well, I, Thank God we close at 7 p.m. on Christmas Eve so I can get back home by 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. and yep. then hang out for a day. And then I got to be at work at 9 a.m. the next day because people have got to use their gift cards. <laughs> and I was just like, it, you know, it just doesn't fucking matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I always remember as a kid, uh, I would get I would have one, one gift card person who would give us like a gift card. So we'd, you know, have $15 to spend at Target, but then otherwise we'd get like a good chunk of cash. Mm. I love gift cards. Gift cards are I'll nice. I'll just put that out there. Unless gift cards, I love gift, card. gift cards. I don't know. Sometimes, depending on the gift card, like sometimes I'm like, why did you give me, why wouldn't you just give me money that I could spend anywhere instead of a thing that I have to go buy the set specifically? But then I think there are gift cards where it's like, oh, this shows that you know what I like. I think that's kind of the point, right? Like, yeah. I know you like stuff here. You know, it's like, well, this way I know, this way I can get you something that I know you like, but I, I'm going to let you pick that thing that you like, right? Right. Which which does make some sense, I guess. And then it's kind of like, you can't use this for like a bill or something. You have to use this for- Yeah, that's true. Fun. But then I'm thinking of gift cards like to like Walmart and Target and stuff. Like, yeah. Is, uh, you know, because it's like, well, I could like, you know, I could get you this- like bottle of wine. I don't know if you like it or I'll just get you a gift card to a wine place and then you can pick out your wine. Yeah. You know what you like more than I do. This is true. It's you know? true. It depends. But I love gift cards. Gift cards are great. What about gift cards with no money on them? Yeah, there's still some utility with a physical card. Yeah, like you can unlock some doors. Unlock a door. Scrape uh, some ice. Yeah. Wipe your butt. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Annoy a cashier. Does this have any money on it? Mm-hmm. What about this one? I, I swear this bunch had money of on it. This one has 38 cents. Perfect. Could you run it? (laughs) Hey, 38 cents. I'll take it. Yeah. I do think that uh, if you have a gift card, you should use it down to the last, the last uh, amount. Otherwise the company's just making. That is true. I also don't understand why. I don't know. Never mind. I can say I don't understand why you would have a balance on a gift card, but I guess it depends on how big the gift card is. Yeah, it's true. Some people will get. It might work now. They will get gift cards for like hundreds of dollars. So they'll just come in and just. Yeah. There you go. Keep running that right. gift card. Great. Yeah. Perfect. No problems there. No problems. Nope. Well, is that it? I guess so. We hope you guys have a good holiday season. When day is this going out? This should be going out on the 20th. Yeah. We'll see if it actually does. The last few episodes have <laughs> gone out on the wrong day because I've been too busy Oh, that's to all right. Them. You got a whole five days before Christmas time. It'd be funny if it came out after Christmas somehow. It really would. But. <laughs> I'm just like. I just really bad on this one. Um, but yeah. If you're starved for more Christmas content from Josh and I, you can always go to uh, our movie Christmas month last, last year. year's. We did like four movies. Yeah. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's it for uh, this week's episode yeah. about Christmas. Our Christmases. Our Christmases. You've heard of four Christmases. <laughs> well, what about two? <laughs> Josh and mine. Um. Well, with that, if there's any Christmas memories you would like to share, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at NES underscore pod. For a second, I thought you were 
and I know you say this every week, but I thought you were just saying, if you have any Christmas memories, put them on Instagram for everybody to see. <laughs> That's the place to do it. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, if you have any Christmas memories, you can go to hell. You can go straight fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and share it with us on Instagram and Twitter or Twitter or Ann. I don't care. Uh, at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email to nostalgia system podcast at gmail.com. Com. And support for the show can be given on Patreon, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where for just $3 a month, you get so much more podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it's way better than this bullshit. There's like 40 episodes on there. That's wild. Yeah. It's, I didn't realize that until like I the other day I was like moving some files into, into like archive storage. I was like, wow, we've done 40 of these. There's a lot. There's a lot of extra stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Some of you out there also just spending more on dumb shit. I, against my better judgment, I buy more stuff from the Starbucks across the street than I should. I don't need to. And for the amount you that don't I even drink it, I don't even. I just buy it and throw it in the trash. You dump it on your knee. I don't even do. I just put it in the trash in the store. <laughs> but you, you first, you make them say, you tell them your name is Merry Christmas, so they have to call yeah. it Merry Christmas. And I yell Merry Christmas. I say thank you, and then I put it in the trash. <laughs> And then that's it. And then that way I can still collect the points so I can get a free one that I can just throw away again. Uh In any case, just one trip to the old Starbucks is three months of the Patreon. Is it $9 for a drink at Starbucks? I get drinking a sandwich sometimes. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. So, yeah. You you could do worse. You could be like me. Instead, you should go to patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Get yourself some content. Support the two of us. Mm-hmm. That would be a nice Christmas gift you could give to us. Hint, hint. Or you could gift it to someone else. Then you don't even have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't know how you do that on the platform. I don't but either. I don't know. Okay. Maybe you could just Venmo them three bucks. Mm-hmm. In any case, um, yeah, check us out on Patreon. Paul, any plugs this week? Uh, I mean, I'll plug what I plugged last year. Uh, first of all, I don't have any plugs and Paul plugs for you. I uh, can't believe it. Which, if you do want me to plug something, email me at you at gmail.com. That's P-A-U-L-P-L-U-G-S, number four, letter U, at gmail.com. Uh, Still can't believe no one's taking you up on... Well, I also forgot to check it, so could there could be something <laughs> in there. But there wasn't when I checked it like a week ago, so I'm assuming there's still nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I should check that again, though. So a little reminder for me. You want to check it now? Uh, I don't have it on my phone. Oh, okay. It's only on my laptop. Okay. I could add it to my phone, but I haven't done that yet. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. Um, and also if you go to, uh, plug this last year, but PJ Paul and Merry Christmas, a song that PJ and I wrote and Josh filmed, um, that PJ and I did like 2016, 2015, maybe, which honestly, one of my favorite, uh, things that I've done creatively. So I, nobody else seems to care at all about (laughs) it, which is fine. I'll watch it every year and have a good old time, but. There's a fun bit with a disc getting stuck in an Xbox. Yeah, honestly, turned out really good. So yeah, check that out. It'll probably be up on Twitter. All right. Do you have anything to plug, Josh? Uh, no. I don't think so. Nothing at all. Nope. Do you have anything to plug, Ghost of Christmas Past? I don't. He's okay. A dinosaur. That makes sense. It is the past. Past is the past. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have a... Great holiday. Mm-hmm. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. I think Hanukkah's over, isn't it? it? Winter, have a great winter holiday. There you fucking, I'm just covering my bases. Oh, okay. 
Jesus. I hope you had a good Hanukkah. (laughs) And if it's still going on, sorry. Um, I guess we can cut this out if we want to, but should we mention that we're taking some time off? We can we, we can mention it. We'll probably uh, be taking a little bit of time off in January uh, just to kind of get the figure out the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've been too busy and I just need some time to figure out scheduling episodes, that whole kind of thing. So I don't know, maybe for a couple weeks in January, uh, probably won't be any, probably won't be any mainline episodes. However... We'll still put up some Patreon stuff. Oh yeah! If you can't, if you just can't get enough of the two of us, I'm gonna redirect you one more time to Patreon.com/slash NES underscore Pod. You'll get your episodes there. Yes, Queen. Uh, thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon R A Y K E R. And for these Christmas episodes, thank you to former guest Brendan Casey uh, for. Uh, our, our themed theme song, mm-hmm. uh, which I can't remember the name of, something about jingling or bells or, I can, I can find it. or something. I honestly don't remember the name of it, but it is on his Spotify. So you can find Brendan on Spotify, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. And that's Katana Boy. Katana Boy. Uh, it's called Maybe This Year. That's what All it is. All of the Other Reindeer. That's what it is. Thanks, Brendan. And we'll see you all another time. On the other side of that wave. Later, dude. That's the, I stole that from the Beach Boys boys. <laughs>